649. What? It's Wednesday. Wednesday night. <laughs> Do the whole thing. <laughs> 650 p.m. Wednesday evening. Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news. Some terrible news. We got a huge problem. Could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hello and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast, where we're never going to give you up or let you down with our retrospective of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm your co host, Ross. And today on the pod, we are discussing season one, episode four. Charlie has cancer. Original air date August twenty third, two thousand five. Written by Rob McElhenney and directed by Rob McElhenney. Uh, would you like a two thousand five fact? As always, I do. Well, this one's no surprise. Uh, who do you think won the Tour de France in two thousand five? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Lance Armstrong. Well, according to the biking industry, no, well, he's a <laughs> cheater. But yes, oh, right. when we were there, yeah, he did. Oh wow. What a connection. What a great connection that was. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Turned out to be a huge D-bag, but... He's just a sociopath <laughs> on a bicycle. Leave him alone. He's not did hurting you, anybody. Did you, uh, I was going to ask this question later on, but did you ever have a Livestrong bracelet? N- n- I think I acquired one, but I did not purchase it. I wore it for like a, a few days. It was one of those things uh, everyone was like seeking them, so they were selling out, or you couldn't buy them at oh, certain I remember points. That. I remember that. And so it was like a, a thing just to have one. I don't think I ever had one. I had bracelets similar with that would say stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't think I ever had like a live strong one. Yeah, I wanted it. I want I kind of wanted it. I don't I don't know why. Uh, but like when I got it, I was like I don't, I don't want this. <laughs> uh, this episode now, this is the original pilot. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any information on that? Yes, I do. In the DVD extras, they give you two scenes like the original versions, which are just so similar actually. Really? Yeah. Um I'll I'll point out the differences when we talk about those scenes specifically. Okay, but, cool. Um, so the original yeah. pilot was just two scenes, basically? Yes, it was a short, a short of it. Oh, okay, cool. Shorter right, version I'm of exci- it. I'm excited to, to learn with, with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, well, the cold open. Dennis goes to Charlie's apartment to get a basketball when Charlie drops some serious news on Dennis. This is a great scene. Yeah, this is a very uh, uncomfortable scene to watch if you're Dennis. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, you just imagine yourself being Dennis. Like, I came in here for a thing. People right. are waiting on me. <laughs> right. What do you and do? And now I have to stop and and talk about that. Right, yeah. Yeah, this is very this is very funny. Yeah, so he comes in. He's looking for the basketball. And Charlie... The, they're looking for a basketball, but at the beginning, he never says basketball. He just says the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, we're going out. We need the... Uh, so you get the... Oh, right. Isn't kind of finish They it? never say basketball. Oh. Yeah, Charlie says to him, you know, I think I might I think I think might have cancer. And Dennis is like uh, <laughs> speechless. Yeah, it gets real weird and dry right, in the, right there. You're just kind of living in the moment. Sure. Now, uh, full disclosure, since this episode is about cancer, I have to say it. I was diagnosed with leukemia when I was in my early 20s. I'm fine now. But Ross, I gotta ask: Did you? Did this did happen? I have cancer? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, but when you found out about me, I don't remember if I told you. I I couldn't even remember. I bet you don't even remember. Um, I don't know if I called you and you told me, or because I remember I was away at college. 
Yeah, I was in. I got. I was in the hospital for two months. I checked. I got checked in because something was wrong. Was going on with my arm, and you know they test you and they're like, "Oh, you got to stay here." And I actually ended up being in the hospital for two straight months. So I don't really remember how many people found out. They just threw word of mouth because I didn't really tell anyone I was in the hospital. Yeah, I think I think I eventually talked to you. Maybe Spencer told me. I don't know. It was <laughs> it's funny how that works. Someone like that. Yeah. Maybe Drew. I don't you know come in, You go over Spencer's house and you were trying to get a, uh, a basketball. Fo- a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So Dennis. So Dennis is. He, you know, he's like, well, this is. You know, this is obviously bad, but I gotta go. Right. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, like, but I kind of gotta go. He just kind of wants to push it off. This is great acting by Glenn Howerton too. Unbelievable oh. acting. So this is one of the scenes that uh, is in the original pilot, but the d- I'm just going to point out a few differences because they pretty much are the same scene. Okay. One thing is uh, Glenn uh, buzzes the door, and they have like a cut to one location. Like an intercom? Yeah, talking into a speaker. Okay. Yep. And uh, they actually use Glenn's real name. They just call him Glenn. There's really? No Dennis. Oh, okay. And because they were actors at the time. Right. Uh, on the original pilot and not bar owners. He says he has a, a meeting to go to and not like uh, the gangs outside. Okay. So he never comes in looking for a basketball and he's looking for sugar. A basketball is funnier because yeah, it's, so, it's, so, it's so mundane. Yeah. Yeah. A meeting it's is like, like a meeting is like probably maybe for work or something or something. Yeah. But like you just, need a, you just need a basketball. There's importance, yeah, <laughs> with one and not the other. That's it? Yeah. That was the only um, differences I saw. Now, we got to talk about it because this is really the premiere. We saw a little bit of it in the other episode, but this is Charlie's apartment. We see it here, finally. So, yeah, it's that dingy apartment. It's different than it, than it ends up being later on in the show because there are two doors that we never see. Right. There's a door that's actually open that's, mm-hmm. like, behind on the left of the couch, and then there's another door that that's, doesn't even have a door in, door in it. It's just a door frame, and it's leading to another room on the on the if, on Dennis's left when he walks in. Yeah, but you know, and it, it ends up being just that room, or at least they never really say whether it's just that room or not. They just only use that room. He doesn't have a bathroom, right? Don't they have a shared bathroom in the I, building or something? Yeah, I think it's like a down the hall type situation. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange living quarters. And there's would there have to be a community kitchen? If there was a community bathroom, but he does he he because he, doesn't, he either really doesn't have, have a, kitchen. a kitchen or he doesn't go to, into it's it. It's just a room. We later on <laughs> and, and later on he, he he's cooking on the hot plate, yeah, and the radiator yeah, and stuff like the that. Couch. Now I, I gotta ask: Is that is that door painted on that 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 the closet <laughs> door? Is that painted to the wall? It doesn't look like a real door. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it does look painted on. It That's, has to be. That is so funny. <laughs> it's a weird choice. <laughs> it's a weird choice. <laughs> yeah, because like you just didn't have to have a door there. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> that is very funny. And uh as uh, as he's leaving, you know, he tells don't tell anyone. He says, you know, just keep this between you and me. Which is understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably something you don't want to tell everybody. I'm sure you didn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, or I didn't really care, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I'll just say it. I mean, I don't know. It's not like it is what it is. I remember when you were in the hospital when I visited you once, because um, you were getting chemo. Right. People would ask, oh, are you going to cut your hair? Are you going to like trim your beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. What's the point? <laughs> what's the point? 
But you said it without like without picking up your head, looking. You were just like head to the headrest, looking yeah. at the TV, and you like kind of like turned, but your head was still like pressed against the couch. Yeah. You said for what? <laughs> so then, yeah, now we have the opening credits and the title card. Charlie has cancer. What do you think of this title? It's pretty bold. Yeah. It would have been a pretty bold first episode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we still have one. The Game oh, Against Race is a bold episode, and this is uh, just You know, as bold. in some ways, they're all bold. Yeah. Back from the opening credits, we join Mac, Dennis, and Sweet D at Patty's discussing Charlie's situation. He just told him not to tell anyone. And D's all about uh, whether or not Charlie's going to lose his hair. Right, because he, so g- he looks so good. He looks so good with that hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does have nice hair. Yeah, it's it's different. It's weird. It's like mess. It's me- his yeah, messy, it's messy hair looks good. good. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's hard to describe that. So yeah, he comes in and, and now is this did did they play basketball or did they just come straight here? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. You know, because they start drinking. They start drinking, and one of them mentions that it's the morning. One of them says, "It is the morning right now." I I clocked oh, it. Yeah. So they're, they're drinking in the morning at some point, you know, but it could be 11, which is like, okay, fine. But yeah, like, fine. they just play basketball, but did they go play basketball? I, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I, did, I did not notice that. Dee's funny here. Dee's being, being the voice of reason. Yeah, Dee doesn't want to help them find a woman for Charlie. Right, and now I... Because their solution is, let's get Charlie laid. And I love how Dennis and Mac are on the same exact page when he goes... What's the one thing Charlie never gets? Yes. Laid. Laid. That's right, he says. That's <laughs> right. You think he's going to say, like, no, you idiot. You know? yeah. But he says, that's right. That's like, I love that just yes and. Yep, that's right. You know, that, that is it. That is, it, it's like, <laughs> it's such a funny thing. And they're on the same page about it. And the den- and. But what quicker way to get things going than let's both agree on something crazy. Right. Let's just <laughs> get it off the, right off the bat. And, and Dee's doing a good job here playing it straight and being like, like, that's a crazy idea and i'm not gonna help you yeah i think she finds it like sleazy d's working here which is interesting i, I love how d's working this whole episode d is working she's working yeah she's actually taking care of the bar if it wasn't for her then i mean this place would fall apart she mentions lifting like heavy stuff like heavy crates and we like, see her dragging cans. a keg around yeah and this is a great mac and dennis team up right here the start of it i love a mac and dennis team up mac and dennis is like that's early rough. season <laughs> mac and dennis too and they get rough. together and they just yeah and it's funny how they're saying tonight at the bar we're gonna find charlie a girl and, and d's, d's saying, like there's never any women in here yeah which and of course yeah, i mean <laughs> she explains she explains bar. later she explains it in full later why there's never any women there but you know if there ever is a woman in the bar what happens some assholes hitting on her we then cut to a Patty's with a bunch of dudes in it. Dee explains why there are never girls in the bar, and Mac is hitting on someone named Carmen by the pool table. I love the dialogue up top here between Dee and Dennis, where you know he's like, "What? You know why is it not? They're not here." And she's like, "We're in. Where? Where is everybody?" And she says, "They're at the Velvet Ropes, the, the Velvet Roped Clubs, the Velvet Roped Clubs on Delaware Avenue." <laughs> Such a great specific. Did you Google that? I know I didn't, but I wrote it down because I love a specific like that. That sounds real. Yeah, maybe that's something we should uh, Google later. It's just such a funny thing. It's just such a, a great specific that I really like. And, you know, they're, they're, she's saying here, like, and we're in South Philly. We're in a back alleyway, which 
when you do see their exterior, it is it's, a weird it, place. It looks industrial. It almost looks like <laughs> down the road brewery. Where yeah, we, yeah, where we, we perform. Ross and I uh, host a monthly improv, improv show, show at Down the Road Brewery, and it is sort of in a place like, like this. It's like yeah, in the back of something, like backyard. Like. <laughs> yeah, but it's a wonderful place. It's really cool. It's got a ton of uh, pinball. Pinball. Pin- it's got a ton of pinball tables. <laughs> Ping pong oh, tables. Boy. <laughs> and beer. It has a lot of beer. So we get a nice uh you know, what happens when there's a woman in this in this bar? There's they're always hit on by the biggest asshole, and we get a nice cut to Mac hitting on Carmen. It's great, perfect cut. It's perfect because who's the biggest asshole? <laughs> it's gotta be Mac. It's gotta be Mac. We've said it literally in the past two episodes. Oh, that's Mac. right. Everyone thinks he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah Charlie you're right. flat out says you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, you got anything on Carmen? Carmen is Brittany Daniel, born nineteen seventy six from Gainesville, Florida. She got her start in nineteen eighty nine, and she's been working steadily since. She's in Sweet Valley High, Dawson's Creek, Joe Dirt, Club Dread, Seventy Show, Eighty Show, and Blackish. Awesome. She's great in this episode, and as we'll see later on, she's great in every episode she shows up in. I said out loud when I was watching this last night, holy shit, when they, when she showed up. I, the, you forgot that was her? Car, but th- this early on. Yes. If this was a pilot, think about how they planned on having this good of a character. I, we, and there's, also, there's a second recurring character in this episode, too. There's it's crazy. three. There's three? I would argue four. Really? Yes. I'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I'll oh let's... no, I know exactly who you're talking about. No. The last, I know the last two you're talking about. Yeah. No, you don't. The construction worker guys. I counted that as one character. Oh, the waitress is the okay. other one. Oh, well, right. Of course, the Artemis. Right, but we've already been introduced to the waitress, and she was in the first episode. We're like, okay, fine. But if this is the original, pilot, this is the original pilot, right? So if we consider this the original pilot from the original pilot, they planned on four extra. I mean, all these four extra characters. Right. Well, you know, not not necessarily... That they reuse time and again. And it's not necessarily planned on, though. I would say some of this is probably because they get an actor and they're like, we like this person. They're funny. Let's bring him back. I bet there's a lot of that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they, they we'll, ha- see, we'll see later that those two bros at the end, Yeah, they come back, I but lo- only to It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. I know. I, I looked up the same exact thing as you because I was fascinated by these guys too because I remember their callback oh, in the second time. Who hammers people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I know that is crazy. I I bet you there's somebody like that that they know. It's got to be like we got to talk about. It. Let's wait. Let's, I don't wait know. let's wait for their parents. Let's wait for the because I do love that so much. But yes, we get we get the introduction of Carmen, who I absolutely adore. She's so good, so funny. She has a lot of fun with this, doesn't she? She she seems like she's having fun. She does. Yes. So then Mac joins Dennis and Dee and thinks he might have found a girl for Charlie, but Dennis and Dee actually know Carmen, and they let Mac know that's a dude. Yeah, man. There's a dick in those pants. There's a dick in those pants? There's a dick in those pants. (laughs) I love how he repeats it so quickly. (laughs) They all do. They all say it it with a different inflection (laughs) inflection. and (laughs) meaning behind it. It's pretty good. It's so good. Great comedic timing. Uh, you know, she's actually Eric Vasky's cousin. Eric Vasky's cousin. Ooh. <laughs> nice Let's little detail. Nice little specific. Yeah, Dennis jot, says that. Jot that down. Let's <laughs> see if we uh, find out Eric. Uh, what's his name? Eric v- v- Vasky. Vasky's or something like that. Vasquez? He says Vasky's. He says it very quickly. 
it, and he that's you know I love if his name was mentioned in the in the reunion or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Incredible. Yeah, I love the the specific names they use. It's so good. They just throw like a first and last name out there. It makes it seem real. Right. So this is part of the original pilot. This is the other scene that is from the original pilot. Yeah, it's more geared toward acting as careers instead of um, bar owners. In the um, original pilot, uh, do you know who played Carmen? I do not. Lay it on me. Ooh. Okay. So in the original pilot, Carmen was not played by Britton Daniel. It was played by Morena Baccarin. Okay. Know who that is? N- no. Well, you should because she's in Deadpool 1 and 2, The Flash, Gotham, Firefly. Oh, Stargate. I know exactly who yes, this is. You do. Yes, I know exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, her and Glenn Howerton went to Juilliard acting school together. Oh, cool. So, like, that's how, like, Dennis got her into the original pilot. But right. at the time, they were both nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, she's great in Firefly. Oh, my goodness. Isn't she? Oh, yeah. That was, like, one of her first gigs, too. Incredible. So when Dennis points out that there's a dick in those pants. There's a dick in those pants? There's a dick in those pants. And Matt gets a little upset, and he storms over to Carmen. And I, he flat out says... Is that a penis in your pants? He just says, he walks up and says, is that a penis in your pants? And she says, yeah. <laughs> Her response <laughs> it's so good. is so good. It makes, she, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> perfect She's response. Like, so what? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, <laughs> you know, he starts to get a little upset. You know, he's like, you lied to me. And she's yeah, like, like, you tricked him. Yeah. Something. Not really. Not and then, really, and, yeah. and then, and then, she says, you lied to me. You definitely work out. And he's right back. Yeah. <laughs> she That's makes, all, it, go, she all makes it, took. it go 180 real quick. It's all it took. It's all it took. Flattery. And they set up a nice little date. You know, maybe I'll call you sometime. Yeah, kind maybe of, I'll call you sometime. You know, there's chemistry there. There's spark. Yeah. So Mac is smitten. Oh, totally. And he walks away and we get a nice close up of her crotch where she fixes herself. Yeah, where she adjusts her... Uh, Peace. So over at the <laughs> Philadelphia Java Company, Charlie tries to hit on the waitress, but she isn't having any of it. She is so off put by him in this scene. She is like, it's her acting is so good. It really comes across of she just is so frustrated by this guy. This this game of knowing that they're married, right, and, and her commitment to hating him so much is good. It adds like such a nice extra layer. He notices her Live Strong bracelet in this, you know, and he wants to know, you're probably a good person. Race for the cure. <laughs> it's such like a weak, uh, like, hitting on someone attempt. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's just so weak. Just, you have nothing. And Charlie's sitting there, he, and he's reading a book. Upside down. Is it upside down? I'm pretty sure it is. I didn't clock that. I, I, I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is Charlie reading, quote unquote. I think it's upside down, so... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it is upside down. If it's not upside down, I'm going to cut this out because we can't look like idiots. All right, <laughs> we can't. Look- <laughs> we are again. We are lovers, not experts. So I'm sure we'll get plenty around. Glenn Howerton won't stop emailing me. <laughs> so back at Patty's, Dee's cleaning up, and Dennis is explaining his plan to get Charlie laid, and it involves the waitress feeling bad for him and then sleeping with him. Dennis wants Dee to talk to the waitress, so it looks better. But she'll only do it on one condition. 
if she gets a punch Mac in the face. We don't find that out yet, but this yet, but yeah, that is what it is to punch right. to punch Mac in the face. And what? So this is his plan. His plan is to get her to feel bad for him, to get the waitress to feel bad for him. Well, then she'll just sleep with him because she feels bad. But she, but D, he's right. Where like it does sound better, kind of coming from D for some reason. It does because it, it is it, the edges because it's weird because it's yeah. weird to begin with. And D's like, and as of right now, D seems to be more of an upstanding person. She's rightfully so, being like, no, I don't want to hand, I don't want to do that. Right, of course. I mean, it's a crazy plan. Yeah, and that's when uh, Dennis sweetens the pot and asks, "Is there anything Mac and I can do to get you in on the plan?" And she thinks about it for a second. And then we cut over to Mac in Dennis's apartment where Dennis is going to fill Mac in on what's happening with the plan, but finds he's hanging out with Charlie. He walks in, he says, sweet D's in. And Charlie's... In what? <laughs> he thinks about it. In debt. <laughs> Which is... He tells a pointless D's in debt story. Imagine, so, oh, let me play it out. Let me play it out. I'm walking in the apartment. Hey, Mac, sweet D's in debt. <laughs> like, that's how he'd be saying it. <laughs> That's all he'd be saying. It. You announce walking into a room that another one's in debt, and Charlie just goes with it. He's like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, I know how it is. He knows how it is. This and this, we got to talk about it. This is the first shot of their apartment, and it does Ooh. not look like their apartment. No, this looks very bad compared to their the future version of their apartment. Right? Yeah, this looks almost boring or more realistic because their apartment is huge. It must be expensive. We find out Dennis is a rich kid, though. Yeah, that's true. They have money. And I like I like how when Dennis is trying to lie and come up with what's going on, Mac is kind of behind him making a bunch of faces. Like, what? Like, what? Like, what, like, what are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's so confused. <laughs> yeah. But, it definitely, uh, but then uh, Dennis flags him over into the uh, kitchen. Right. Then Dennis lets Mac know that Sweet D is, is in, but only if she can punch him in the face. And why is that? Because they, they, they do a flashback here. They do a great cut to. Yeah, it's because of the Christmas party. And just like we do like an improv, yeah. we see it instead of talk about it. Right. They just cut to it real quick and they cut back to the kitchen. Perfect. Right. D sneaks up behind him with a mistletoe. mistletoe. Why would she even want to do <laughs> well, that? Yeah, I know. And then, it is, it's in line with their character. Not now. want to do that? Still so early, you know? Right. She, D is still sweet D. Yeah. And she comes up and <laughs> just punches her straight in the nose. I mean. Which is hilarious i mean yeah and they cut back to the kitchen and it's like well, well they she came up from behind like oh you're not supposed to do that uh, they're arguing like yeah yeah they're <laughs> blaming her because they're saying like oh she came up from behind she shouldn't have oh, done yeah. that Dennis like, is like yeah you don't do that yeah like, yeah he's like, on his side, he's on like, his come side. On. <laughs> and you know mac is like well okay we gotta find somebody else but dennis is like oh you know we need we need d we need sweet d on so, this <laughs> Totally okay with Mac getting punched in the face. Because oh, he doesn't care. He gets out. Yeah, nothing happens to him. What does he care? Exactly. Yeah, I love how he's like, well, no, we can't find someone else. You just <laughs> yeah. should get punched in the face. <laughs> we then check in with Dee at her acting class, going over a monologue with her friend, Artemis. So you're new here, yeah? Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? I'm just a small town girl who moved to the big city with big dreams. Just to find out, the only way to make it in the big city is to shake it. And that's what I do at the Coyote Ugly. And scene. 
Uh, Artemis. That was amazing. Wow, that really means a lot. But you won't be seeing me in class anymore. I lost my job at the Wawa. I'm sorry, are you doing another scene? I, I, I won't be able to pay my bills. I'm thinking about going on welfare. What am I gonna do? Oh my god, ow. So Ross, you got anything on Artemis? Artemis, I love Artemis. Artemis is played by Artemis Pebdani. She's been working since 2004. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was her second gig. She's been in How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, Raising Hope, Garfunkel and Oates, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Scandal, Agents of the Shield, Son of Zorn, etc. She is so funny in this scene. Her line reading of is Coyote Ugly. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd, weird choice. I love it, though. It's what I do. <laughs> and when she comes over and she's crying and like acting like about like what happened to her, it's also bad acting. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I love also Artemis. bad. Yeah. They had, you know, they must have had her on set and they're like, we got to get her back. And to later on, when they put it with Frank. That's a great team. My fiance Katie, one of her favorite lines, all which she th- talks about, she references it all the time, is when she what says, "We like to put cheese in our hair and pretend we're a Cobb salad." <laughs> okay. <laughs> sex breaks. Yeah. They have sex. They pretend they're a Cobb salad. How it's just such a <laughs> uh, doesn't make sense. It's perfect. So yeah, I love Artemis. She's very funny in the scene, and you know, at first I kind of was iffy on Artemis when I first started watching the show, but she's grown on me. I think she's so funny. She's amazing. I, especially from the beginning, this episode, I think she's killed it. Yo, totally, totally, ab- totally, absolutely, and she's like very, very funny. And it's so great to see like a returning character. Like now that I'm kind of revisiting the first season, which I haven't watched in a yeah, while, it's nice to see these characters that you like, love yeah, over the time. Yeah, it's too. like oh, this is where they came they from. Have an evolution. So then we cut over to Dennis listening to some Rick Astley when Dee gives him a call to let him know that she's out on the Charlie plan, but she found a new person that might help her at the bar, and he might like her too. So Dennis is like initially like, no, but, you know, Dee says, oh, we're thinking of doing that coyote ugly thing. Yeah, we now this the, piques his interest. Yeah, and that creeps his, uh, I mean, that piques his uh, pervy interest. I love the beginning of this. What are you listening to? And he's like, Rick Astley? He loves 80s music. Yeah, he loves the 80s music, but I will point out that this is two years before the Rick at Roll thing came sure. back. Right. So this is ahead of its time being like, this is funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was actually looking online some stuff about Dennis's taste in music. This is not my thought. I saw this on a Reddit thing where he's first of all someone was trying to say someone was trying to compare it to patrick bateman in in american psycho how he like loves huey lewis in the news okay and dennis is, and people say and dennis is also kind of turns out to be a psychopath yeah and they're kind of like well that's sort of a stretch they were saying but then other people saying they think it's because the 80s was his prime the 80s was when he th- oh, everything was yeah. great for him you know what i mean he like did. So he his music is still there where his stride is. Yeah. He still thinks it's the best music because he still thinks he's the best. What are the like psycho- psychologists? I don't, forums? I don't like... know. <laughs> People, they know what they're talking about sometimes, you know. But yeah, so I love the Rick Astley bit here when he's when he's listening to it, and 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 we got to talk about Dennis's Range Rover. This is where we first find we first see Dennis's Range Rover. Uh, the- golden chariot you know it's a nice starter car <laughs> this is a finisher car 
So when uh, D is talking to Dennis about the um, getting the new woman in the bar to help out, yep. the bartender, uh, he asks, is she going to wear the hot pants, the tank top, and the wanna hump hump pumps? Yeah, I heard that and I was unclear. <laughs> I was unclear what, what he, he said, said and also what any of that meant. And I just... I just like put it off as I don't know. It's probably some type of something that I don't know about. Yeah, some eighties wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah hump, I just pumps. don't know what that is. I never heard of that before. <laughs> so then back over at Mac and Dennis's apartment, Dennis comes in to tell Mac Sweetie is out on the plan, but he's got a hot new bartender. But he's got a hot new bartender, and he finds that Mac is hanging out with Carmen. Oh man! So this is um. I don't know if you noticed this, but this is a mirror of the other scene. Well, yeah, of course. This is sort of like a callback or, yeah, this is like a... So we have the same situation. Mac is on the couch with somebody... Same positioning. ...that that Dennis is not expecting to be there when he walks in with news. Right, exactly. So Carmen stops him in his tracks. Right. And he His acting is so good. It's so good. He says, he says, what... he says, what are you doing? He's not like, what are you guys? He says, what are you doing to Mac, basically? Hey, guys, uh, what are you, uh, what are you, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) The way he delivers it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That might be, uh, the line of the episode, but not because of how cool it is. It's how he delivered it. Right, of course. And it's a great shot of Mac sitting on the couch when Carmen stands up. So Carmen stands up. She's like, all right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to let you guys go. Yeah. Because obviously, I'm I'm interrupting something. And they, she stands up, and they keep the frame on Mac, Mac, even though she's standing up and out of the frame now. And you can see her 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 penis, her penis through her pants. Yeah. yeah, through the pants. And it is a great <laughs> shot. It's a great lineup. The acting of Rob McElhenney is so good. And I love the slap goodbye. He puts his hand up, and she slaps it. It makes a great sound. Yeah, so Mac goes up to shake her hand, yeah. and he she just swats it away. And, and he kind of pulls it back and like puts his chest yeah, almost like it hurts. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, so another comparison is um, earlier earlier scene. Um, Charlie was on the couch holding the football, playing with it. Right. And now you got Carmen doing it. Right. Exactly. Nice little fun, fun little shot there. And she leaves, leaving them alone. And Dennis wants to know what's going on. And I love Max. I'm just putting in the time. She's getting it removed. You know, he's, he's like, so what? Dennis is and like, Dennis so, so what? Repulsed. Yeah, he's so repulsed. So what? He's like, he's like, you know, and he does this. I'm putting in my time comes back again and again. So and it also comes back so long. Like it happens over such a long period of time when she does get married. Yeah. And he, he, he says, I'm in. supposed to be the one yeah, you call first. Yeah. He, he still is on that tip, which is such an incredible consistency yeah. of a show of a show to write like that you know what i mean to keep everything in mind when they write everything's these things. true everything is true everything's everything canon. happened you know what i mean yeah oh man over at the philadelphia java company charlie is hanging out out front while mac and dennis watch from dennis's range rover and they try to figure out a plan on how to get the waitress with charlie so what do they decide the plan is well mac thinks that they should just walk inside and say charlie has cancer and she'll feel bad for him and she'll sleep with him yeah and but Dennis says no, that's stupid. And they says, well, what are you gonna do? And they Dennis th- so, so then inside the coffee shop, Dennis puts into motion Mac's exact plan. But, but it's just wa- him instead. But of it's him just him instead, instead, of, instead Mac. of Mac. But the waitress seems to be more interested in Dennis than Charlie. Yeah, she uh, starts flirting right with him almost right away. Real hard. 
She's like, oh, you poor thing. And then massaging his hand. And This is the start of the waitresses uh, in love with, with Dennis. Yeah, name. This is where they, they, put the, yep, they put that together. Okay, she likes Dennis. Of course, right? Even more yeah. like problems for Charlie and just like to keep her in the show too. Like it's a thing for her to do. Yeah, she has a motive. And I love Dennis's face when she's touching his hand. He's giving her a face like, why are you doing this? Like, you're ma- he's almost saying, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're making, making me do this. Yeah. yeah, he's like blaming her almost. <laughs> he's like, like feel sorry, kind of. He's like, oh. No free will. Then we cut from there to Mac and Dennis's apartment. And Mac is yelling at Dennis for sleeping with the waitress. So, yeah, Dennis is like, yeah, I did it. I, I messed up, but I got a plan. Right. So, this is, so he slept with the waitress. This is the first... I think this happens again. Does yes. It, uh, you know, this is like a, a reoccurring thing with the waitress. Yeah. A lot of people end up having sex <laughs> with the waitress before Charlie does. <laughs> so Dennis says the Mac here, the cancer thing, it's a gold mine. And he puts it in the Mac's head here where it's like, oh, if you sort of mention this thing, you can kind of get what you want. Right. And this leads to what Mac does later on with the with the, with the Carmen. Right. The, so they come up with a different plan here where Dennis pulls out money out of a coffee can. <laughs> Yeah, so he reaches onto the fridge, pulls out the coffee can, rips out the money, and then hands it to Mac. Cut to Mac. Bam. <laughs> We're at the coffee shop, and Mac is offering the waitress $200 to sleep with Charlie. Uh, 250 Well, she, he says 200 and she says, gross, 250 <laughs> She's Oh, yeah, that's right. She ups it. She, now, this is another reoccurring thing with the waitress. Where she, they will pay her to do things. And she'll take the money and then not do them or yeah. just whatever will happen. But this is a thing. She will take money from people like this. But she doesn't care because they're bad people. Of course. Right. You know, we find out she's not great herself. Like, no. There's really she nobody in this show. Too. Yeah, there's nobody in this show that really is good. Yeah, no per one se. shines. No one that at least hangs out with the gang. No, of course not. <laughs> we then see Mac at Commons. Oh, uh, trivia question. What is it? What's the waitress's shirt say? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, I, I didn't pick it up. Oh, you got me. Uh, I love with you. I love you with all my art, and but it's inside of a heart. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> we then see Mac at Cameron's place, and he tells her Charlie has cancer. It's the first thing he says to her when she opens the window. Oh yeah, so Carmen is like, "Oh, you poor thing. I'll be right down." And so we see Mac cashing in on that gold. So this interaction between Mac and Carmen cues a nice little montage between Mac and Carmen on a date and Charlie and the waitress on a date. And it's all to Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let, let you down. down. It's such a great song to do that to. It's very fun. Yeah, it's a it's a playful song. So we see Mac and Carmen having a great time. Mac is so happy. Oh, he's in his glories. Oh, man. <laughs> to, to think he was so close to where he ends up. From the pilot, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he could have been happy here. Yeah. You know? He just stayed. <laughs> he just stayed. Stayed in episode one. You never really find out what happens. What do you mean? At with the him? end. With him and, the, and Carmen. Like, he punches her in the face, yeah, but you never find out if they continue to date or how they break up. Oh, you would just imagine. Of course. He broke, you know, he broke her nose. You don't see her again. So, yeah, we got the waitress having Charlie buy things. She's got him buying a what looks like maybe some sort of jewelry dress. Uh, I love Charlie's outfit of the hoodie with the sports jacket. Yeah, he wears that all the time. He's chasing birds and stuff, and she's not happy about it. But on the other end, we got Mac running up the steps uh, with like Rocky, like Rocky with Carmen. They're hugging. They're having a good time. They're having a great time. It's such a yeah. That is like you almost feel like good for Mac. Like oh good, Mac finally found someone. Poor guy. Poor guy. 
So Dee and Dennis are back at Patty's, and while Dee is struggling to do all the work, Dennis is catching up on some Coyote Ugly. <laughs> I wrote, how do they watch Coyote Ugly? Because I don't know. I've right, I've never seen, I've never a, seen it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, like, I, was, I get the idea. I have a note here is. to ask you, have you seen the Coyote Ugly? No, I haven't. I have not, I haven't seen it either. So we see Dee pulling in a big giant keg, and you know Dennis slept on his neck wrong. So yeah, so he can't help <laughs> he can't her. help her. He can't help her. I was watching this with my fiance Katie, and she said that she's never seen a keg look like that. What do you mean? I didn't know what she meant by it. I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I don't know." She's like, "That's not like what they look like." And I was like, "No, it looked like a keg." It looked to me. like a keg to me too. She's a bartender. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess." That's weird. So we pan over, and guess who's already in the bar? Artemis. Artemis. And she's here for the, um, what do you call it? The audition. <laughs> yeah, that's what you call a job interview, right? <laughs> she says, I'm Artemis. And Dennis says, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like, like I'm like Dennis. He's so willing to accept what's about to happen. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, he doesn't say, I'm Dennis or hello. Okay. He just says, okay. <laughs> and... We got to Artemis reciting her monologue for Dennis and, and D. That we and saw earlier. That we saw earlier. And Dennis really isn't into it. And I got to tell you, I was watching this with Katie, and Katie lost her mind laughing at the scene. <laughs> she so thought good. this was so funny. And it is funny, yeah. but she was just laughing so hard because <laughs> it is a crazy thing. <laughs> it's funny to watch. She shakes. Shake. <laughs> shake. You want to watch me what shake? I do. <laughs> you want to watch me shake? Of course you do. He, he says, like, no. Of course you do. He says, no. And he, like, looks up. <laughs> she's amazing in the scene she's so good in the scene and they, and they end the scene with Dennis getting his face licked <laughs> it's very funny we cut down to the end of the bar and Dennis and Dee are arguing over the Artemis situation when Charlie comes in and he's extremely happy love Charlie's entrance so we have the, uh, so at first when we have the um, Dennis and Dee arguing right so we have um, Dennis accusing Dee of just getting someone to do the grunt work but is D this true? Do you think that's true in this episode? It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't seem that way, but as we see the um, pan over and um, Artemis is in the room, yeah, she's we still get there. the idea she's not comfortable with her hearing. <laughs> that's true. That is true. And it is funny that she's still there at the end of the bar. Yeah, not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look good for her. No. No. And, and Charlie comes in. He's all happy. He does a nice little spin. And he runs into the bathroom. Yeah, so Dennis uh, falls behind to creep on the details. We cut into the bathroom, and Charlie is letting Dennis know that his date with the waitress went well. And Charlie finally confesses to Dennis that he doesn't really have cancer. I love the talking through the bathroom door, like through the restroom door. Yeah. That was a very funny, like, because you can see Dennis's reactions. And, and then when he finally says, like, you know, oh, that's good. You, you know, you went on a great date. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> this must t- really take your mind off things. And you can only, then the peeing stops, yeah. and it's just quiet. And you can only imagine Charlie's reaction. Yeah. The great timing of the flush opens the door. I don't I have don't cancer. cancer. <laughs> great comedic timing between all of them here in the scene. Yeah, you get some, like, of the real banter, the back and forth, like, talking over each other, into each other. Great like, acting. I love it, yeah. This is the first time we've seen the bathroom, and I do not think the bathroom stays exactly like this. Yeah, I think some you know sometimes it gets bigger and and longer. I think the bathroom is different than what it ends up being here. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Yeah. Did you notice any of the stickers? I was gonna ask you if you noticed any of the stickers. A few of them. I know they're bands. Um, 
I got like five of them, I think. Thrice. Katie was very happy to see that. She loves that band. Avenge Sevenfold. Ooh. Hopeless. Mustard Plug. Mike Park. I remember, I remember Mustard Plug. And Mike Park is the... Yeah, I think Mike Park is an old punk rock guy. Oh. Uh, and Mustard Plug's like an old Scar band, I think. Oh. I could be wrong with that. It could be an old punk band, but yeah. No idea. There's three Thrice stickers in this episode in three different places. Whoa. I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's three Thrice stickers. You mean not just in this bathroom? No, not just in the bathroom. Out in the bar, too. Oh, okay. I love Charlie here when he says... I feel so good. I feel like an ice cream sundae. I wrote that down as being <laughs> another one of the best lines in the episode. I feel like an ice cream sundae. Such a like a like a it's wholesome a thing. thing. Yeah, to say. it's like nice thing to say. Yeah. We then jump to Mac at a hot dog stand talking to his mother on the phone about Carmen. When Carmen surprises Mac from behind, and we get a nice callback to that punch. So yeah, we get a callback to the uh, Christmas Eve. And he was it. Yeah, and he clocks her. Yeah. So Mac is on the phone with his mom talking about how great Carmen is, which is a weird thing because you, know, you don't you, see that with them having that type of relationship later on. But you could retroactively go back and say she was just probably grunting or something. Yeah. Like she does. But yeah, it is. It, and he's about to tell her that she has a penis. Yeah. He says there's one little problem. Like He's going to tell her that. When yeah. Carmen it's leading up, up to that. He's in love. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor guy. So he clocks Carmen in the face and she goes down and, and he, she's like, you know, oh, you know, I think you broke my nose. And you see two guys like, hey, he's beating up on that chick. And he says, no, it's OK. She's got a penis. But isn't that a hate crime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a hate crime. Oh, yeah, it's a hate crime. <laughs> now, that is so funny to be like ch- Max position of being like, no, no, this is a dude. Right. It's such a fucking stupid thing to say oh, like, it's gross it's so stupid and then i love these two guys what do you got on these two guys lay them on me um so construction worker number one is dennis hogan and you see him later on in the world series of defense four years later yeah four years mind you these are their only acting credits so it must be someone they know four year callback yep that's incredible yeah construction worker number two is dennis hart so dennis hart and dennis hogan We'll see, uh, I don't know what season, but in the World Series. We'll see in a couple years or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So back in Patty's bathroom, Dennis is pissed at Charlie for lying, and the two argue until it's revealed that Dennis paid the waitress to sleep with him. How could you do this? Oh, well, excuse me for being the most terrible man on the planet. Oh, I'm a terrible man. What are you doing? What is that? We thought you were dying. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's we? Me and Mac and Sweetie. Oh, great, great. I told you not to tell anyone. Now I'm going to have to go into remission or something so they don't think I was lying. You were lying! Yeah, I lied to you! All right? Look, the girl, she wears a Lance Armstrong bracelet, okay? So I tell you that I have cancer, right? Then you're going to tell her she's going to feel sorry for me. We're going to start dating, and that's the way that life works! That's a horrible thing to do! Well, I'm a bad guy, then. You are a bad guy. You lied to us. All right, look at this. Sometimes you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. you got to... You gotta crack a couple eggs. Yeah, you gotta crack it. Oh, is that your new flick? So you're throwing down life lessons now. I'm throwing down eggs. Class is in session. The teacher's teaching class now. I'm I'm cracking eggs of wisdom. Is that what you're doing? Let me crack one more egg for you. You Let me crack an egg and throw it in the oven. You got an egg? The waitress doesn't even like you. Yeah. We had to pay her $250 to have sex with you. Aha! Because. mm, Sex? We didn't have sex.
This is an incredible scene. I love this scene. It's perfect. Before we jump too much into the nitty-gritty of this scene, which I want to do, it's incredible to me that it's such a funny choice to me that Charlie's plan is exactly what Max's plan. Is. Right. So his plan was for Dennis to find out about him and then tell the waitress so the waitress feels bad for him and goes out with him. That was Charlie's plan. Yeah, Charlie's plan was for Dennis to tell and people. And Dennis did exactly what he wanted him to do. No, not to tell people by it because he says... Oh, just to tell the waitress. Just to tell the waitress. He only wanted the waitress to know. That's incredible. That is such yeah. a funny choice to be like, it's it, weird, it actually worked out for him. That's a weird, uh, that's a weird uh, Charlie knows how to um, manipulate. manipulate something. It's Charlie was ahead of the curve on all of it. Yes. It was like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> There's just so many twists. I couldn't even keep up. I would argue this is, uh, this reminds me of like this type of behavior reminds me of the Charlie work episode. Right. Where he's like competent. Yes. He's. He he sees the future of how things are going to play out, so he plays his hand this way. He also does a similar thing when he they're dating the rich. He's, he's dating that rich woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's using her to make the waitress jealous. Mm-hmm. He does a similar thing where he's the... They even say in that episode, no one saw that coming, where he's like the master. He's the cruel one, like the master. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this is, it, this is not completely out of Charlie's character to do this type of thing. This argument is so incredibly funny. Yeah, I love it. The eggs thing, everything. Teaching less life Teaching lessons. lessons. <laughs> like, oh, my bad man. Oh, oh my bad ter- man. I'm a terrible now. man. I'm a terrible I'm man. man. He does that thing where he like outlines yeah. his like face, like a picture of himself <laughs> or something, and he's like, oh, I'm a terrible man. Oh, I'm like, a bad man. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, it is like it is so so funny. Uh, it made me like belly laugh when I was watching this. Yeah, scene. yeah, totally. Great acting from the both of them. Incredible acting. Oh, classes in I- session. Teachers <laughs> teaching class now. I love that line. Right. I don't know how like they could keep it together with him saying, "I'm a terrible man." I'm a bad man. He's doing the he's yeah, doing yeah. the thing. I don't know how I don't know how They must have ran that scene like a million times. I don't know how they're doing that. I find this to be a very Seinfeld type of thing where Charlie has lied about having cancer and then when the other two find out he goes, "Oh, I have to like pretend I'm in remission now so they don't know I'm lying." And Dennis is like, "You are lying." Yeah. That is like a Seinfeld dialogue is, where uh, it's very George would have to George would have to not let anyone know he's lying. So he had to keep the lie up. Jerry did a similar thing with the jacket, the jacket. when he's like trying to return a jacket. Yes. Well, he didn't want to buy a jacket, so he brought Elaine back to the store so that he would Do you remember uh why he returned that jacket? <laughs> for spite. Yeah. <laughs> right. He can't return a jacket for spite. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it Th- that is, but you know, I'm not blaming. That's not a bad criticism. That's no. It's just a similarity that right. I, I, I find. You know, every now and then they'll tap into this Seinfeldian thing, which is Seinfeld taps into all of us. Yeah, of <laughs> I course. Mean, They've affected everybody. So we see Mac running from those guys, and he gets into the bar and interrupts the gang, and he's going to tell the story of what just happened, but he's being a bit too rude to D, and she clocks him. What a, what a, uh, I love that. I, I like that. Oh, he's being absurdly rude. Oh, I'd punch him. I hate what he's how he's like. Go get me a beer. D. Yeah, like yeah. What, what are you talking Shut up, about? D. Yeah, what are you ta- like? What are you saying? Yeah, who would? Ah, uh, so rude. It's it's tough to watch. When uh when Matt comes in and interrupts them, they're talking about how now D now knows that Charlie didn't have cancer, and that's what they're arguing about. Because Dennis came out and spilled the beans. He told D Charlie's been lying. Now Artemis is in the back here, and she doesn't do anything. It's kind of interesting. They kind of just fade out. Like just we don't, we don't go. Yeah, we don't go. This ba- is all happening. And we also don't go back to the Artemis story. Yeah, we don't get. We assume, obviously, you yeah. know. But now that Charlie doesn't 
Dean knows Charlie doesn't have cancer. They don't need anyone to fill his spot. Right. So, you know, you just assume she goes. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get hired, which, yeah. From there, we see Dennis and Mac with a nice shiner at the waitress's house looking for their money back. This is a fun little, you know, ending scene, I think. You know, I thought we didn't need this at all. I, I see what you mean by not need it, but, you know, maybe they I, would, I would rather have seen, like, an Artemis conclusion. Yeah. You know, we get a nice... Because she's the star of the episode, I think. That's true. But there is a nice little, you know, there is a nice little gag here. Like, it's funny when Dennis says, is it locked? Yeah, it's locked. It, oh, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, She's probably getting it. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Mac has to, like, be like, Dennis, let's go. I'm I like, love Dennis's, she's probably getting it, right? Yeah, he's probably getting the money, right? <laughs> And then he goes to try it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, come on. That is funny. And then we get credits. End of the show. So what's your favorite line of this one? Uh, I wrote down a few because um, there's a lot of them. You got to pick one. Uh, I can't pick one. Yeah, it's, it's I like can't pick one. There's, think, there's, of them, think of them as a bunch of little Highlanders. Okay. I'm going to go with, I feel like an ice cream sundae. Oh, nice. Okay, good. I'm going to go this with. positive. I'm going to go with. Oh, I'm a terrible man. The, 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 that was on my list. The, oh, I'm a terrible man. Oh, I'm a terrible man. I also had I'm cracking eggs of wisdom. Yeah, everything from that scene, really. Yep. Well, that brings me, what's your favorite scene? Well, another runner-up. Um, okay, sure. Bit of dialogue. <laughs> I gotta get this out. There's a dick in those pants. There's a dick in those pants? There's a dick in those pants? <laughs> yeah, that that's also pretty good, yeah. I loved it. So then what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is Artemis's audition. For Dennis. Okay, yeah. Oh, so the second scene. time she's doing that entire yeah. monologue, and she's not just practicing the scene; she's living the scene, you know, right Fian- then and there. Fiance Katie would agree with you. Yeah, that it's is amazing. A, that is a great. She's fiance Katie's got great taste. <laughs> yeah, that's a great scene. But for me, I have to go that bathroom scene. The the character. Uh, the first one or the second. The one? second one. I'm sorry. The second one. Were they arguing with each other? They're on top of each other with the eggs of wisdom. The eggs of wisdom. Like the character. Like Dennis getting upset and Charlie just being like blown up a, at each other. Blown up at each other. Just saying the silliest things. Yes. Like oh man, that scene had me laughing. That is a great scene. That is, it's great character for both of them. It really is. And that leads into uh, your favorite character. My favorite character of the episode would have to be Artemis. Um, but you know, out of out of the the big four, I'm going Charlie. I also have Artemis written down as my favorite character. Oh, really? She crushed it. Yeah. She, she really did. did. She's so funny in both those scenes. Yeah. I mean, the coyote. Ugly. <laughs> she crushed it. Yeah, she crushed it. Yeah. Kill. She's definitely my favorite character, too. All right, now it's time to play IMDb trivia. Oh man, is this okay. is this one gonna make sense? Nope. <laughs> These are usually too now, difficult. Now I, I want this. I want you to keep in mind that this is IMDb trivia. This not this might not be real. This is just what it says on IMDb. Okay. I, you know, I don't know the fact checking. You know, I didn't fact check these. So I'm gonna give you three. You're making a game out of it. There's another game. Okay. I'm giving you three trivias. One of them is the correct IMDb trivia, and two of them are fake. Made up by me. Okay, so you give me three of them? I'll give you three. You guess the real one. Okay. Number one. Artemis is inspired by Coyote Ugly when auditioning to work at the bar. Caitlin Olsen was in Coyote Ugly. Number two. There was a clause in Rob McElhenney's contract that he would direct the episode that used the story from the original pilot. Number three. Brittany Daniel, who plays Carmen, did the episode as a favor to her longtime friend, Glenn Howerton. 
I'm going to say number three is the correct one. So you think both Carmens were friends of Glenn, Glenn Howerton? Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's not a bad idea because that maybe would make sense, but that is false. I'm sorry, that is not wrong. I made that one up. Not knowing about the her being really? bringing the friend in with the wow. Carmen. Yeah, I Marina Baccarin? I did not know that. Wow. But the, the correct IMDb trivia is Artemis is inspired by Coyote Ugly when auditioning to work at the bar. Caitlin Olsen was in Coyote Ugly. That's so weird. I wonder how old she was. What? Her role was. What I don't was know. Her role? I don't. We never. I don't. I oh. didn't see it, and and I don't. I, I didn't bother looking it up because I said it's IMDb trivia. It might not even be real. All right, we're gonna have to follow up on that one. Okay, <laughs> we'll have a follow up, Connor, next. Uh, episode. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, final thoughts. Does this episode make you feel like an ice cream sundae, or is it a hate crime? Makes me feel like an ice cream sundae. Me too. Me too. Not a hate crime. Not a hate crime. Good one. It makes me feel like an ice cream sundae. I agree. <laughs> Is a solid episode. I love the setup. It has two returning characters, which is an incredible feat. Three returning characters. I'm so sorry. Well, Th- technically five. Technically five. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm only. I'm gonna. I'm gonna count the Hammer Brothers as. Uh... I'm not even gonna count them. That's just a callback to me. I'm, I'm talking like actual characters that affect Three. things. Artemis, the waitress. The wa- well, the waitress, but I'm not counting the waitress because she's already been in it. This yeah, is introducing it, two characters. True, but like I'm, I'm looking at this as the pilot episode. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and it, they just rearranged them out. Of I was order. looking at it like it was so the third. I was looking at the third episode. Yeah, but for a this for a pilot episode, this is incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. Yeah, like the the acting in this episode is spot on. Oh, it's, it's spot it's on. Perfect. Maybe there wasn't enough for D to do. Maybe that might be right. an issue was, I would I, have with it. One of, one of the things I wrote down, a noticeable amount of sweet D, and that's indicative of it being an early episode. Right? Right. She's a sweet D. Right. She's yeah. not that harsh. She doesn't have that harshness to her that she has later on. Right. Even Dennis, like, doesn't... She does punch Mac in the face, though. Yeah, she does do a D thing, which is punch. Right, but yeah. She's not, you don't really see her being selfish in this episode, though. No. She's kind of neutral. Right, which is just not usually the case. Right. Um, Dennis, like, in talking to Dee, calls her sis in this episode, which oh, is a right. little much. Right, yeah. Usually not that affectionate. Right. Yeah, I think it, it's kind of lo-fi. Do you notice that? It is, but I, there's something about that I like. I'm not going to I'm not gonna put that as a knock. I no, I didn't it. think it was bad. I yeah. just think if, if you're looking at, like, the uh, prom episode. Right. And you're looking at... Yeah, the prom underage drinking episode in this more, episode. More production is a value. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I wonder if it has anything to do with Rob directing it as a young director. I don't know. What do you think's up with that painted on door in Charlie's room? You think they ran out of money and that's. Yeah. You know, they, they just, just needed, they like, oh, they needed a, door, a door, but we need one there. They need, I need a door there. I don't know. They, maybe they just wanted to draw it for the aesthetics, you know? If I ever get a chance to interview anyone associated with Always Sunny. I got to find out about that door. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for us here at the Always Sunny cast. Thank you for listening. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. What do we get next week, actually? Next week is season one, episode five, Gun Fever. Ooh, I like it. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> feel like an ice cream sundae. Always Sunny cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com.
And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>